This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to the Star Companion Podcast. <laughs> My name is David. And I'm Zach. And we are, it's been said. It has. The uh, the internet's premier Star Trek fan podcast. Premiere. And what do we do, Zach? Well, we tackle Star Trek Stardate by Stardate. One episode at a time, you know, and right now we're in Star Trek Enterprise Season 2, Episode 6. And we're on Cloud 9, baby. We are on Cloud 9. The episode is Marauders, Stardate Unknown. And I'll say off the jump here that uh, thank you for listening. We appreciate all of you. And you can catch us on all major podcasting platforms. Be sure to, you know... Like and subscribe that shit, baby. Baby. We could really use some likes, you know what I mean? Yeah, show your support. You know, it's like, just like a like a strip of latinum is equal to <laughs> a single like, you know? There you go. Um, it's like 200 liters of deuterium. It's, <laughs> yeah. And if you have any questions or thoughts, you can email us at thestarcompanion at gmail.com. We're also on Patreon. Just Google The Star Companion. So... David. Yes. What's going on in this episode? Well, it's funny you ask because I I remember what happened in this episode. Excellent. Um, basically, the episode starts out on this planet. Um, it's kind of a barren planet. And there's these miners there. Um, mm-hmm. Not young children. People who mine for things. And uh, Enterprise happens to stop by and ask for deuterium. And um, they seem a bit standoffish at first. Which, you know, classic Star Trek trope. You know a standoffish people are it's there's gonna be conflict. Yeah. <laughs> they just telegraph that shit so hard. It's true. No, we're good. Everything's fine. You, you Move probably, along. Yeah, head out. No, you know what? You yeah, okay, we can trade, but like you gotta be out in two days, Sen. And you're like, Oh why? What's coming in two days? And don't come back. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. I'd like, I'd like to call this episode, <laughs> <sighs> Detective Dad's Got a Hunch. 
that's kind of that's kind of all of Enterprise, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's that's true. And in this episode, though, he's walking around and he's like, "Why would they be so low on deuterium? It's an in need thing." Yeah, what's going on here? He's like, "Something's not something's not adding up in my pretty sick new desert uni." <laughs> Dude, I love those these new away uniforms. Yeah, that's a good outfit. The khaki. Um, I don't quite understand to Paul's. Um, it seems like she's wearing something again, completely inappropriate. And I, I <laughs> this is something that I really want to find out. Like, was this something that she asked for as an act- actress? No. So no- notoriously, oh, I'm really? gonna get, I'm gonna give an anecdote. So notoriously, um, they so Roddenberry kind of was a total misogynist mm. at the end of the day. He was dating Majel Barrett and Uhura. Wow. Who's uh, Majel Barrett? That's his wife. She's also the voice of the computer. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, she's also Luxmana Troy. Oh, wow. Damn. Yeah. Um, and anyway. Uh, um So in, in TNG, mm-hmm. um, you'll notice that like season three or season four, Troy stops wearing skirts and stops wearing that fucking cat suit. <laughs> yeah. Because she's like... Uh, I'm, I can't do this anymore. You know, why are you sexualizing this? This yeah. is supposed to be the military. I'm not going to be wearing these leather onesie or uh, heathered onesies. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. She's like the only one on the bridge wearing pajamas. Oh, yeah. And uh, I I don't think. Uh, what's her name? What's her real What's real name? Jolene Bla- Bindo? Jolene uh, Blando. Whatever. To Paul. Jolene. Until Paul just uh, accepts it, I guess. Yeah, you know. So they they do they do have new away uniforms, but it looks like Dad has finally wised up this episode and left his hound back on the ship. Oh, I wonder <laughs> why. Um. So basically, Enterprise shows up. They they start asking for deuterium because mm. they they know that these miners mine de- de- deuterium. They found out from the Cretacens. They found out from the Cretacens, my favorite race of uh, spacefaring people. <laughs> it's been said. It's been said. And um, basically, they set up a trade. 200 liters of deuterium for four power cells and um, Some medical, medical supplies, supplies yeah. which the woman asked for. Hope she's ready to get bats and chameleons and <laughs> fucking ridiculous Fox is going to offer you some animals, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Um, they say they can give them the 200 liters if they uh, help them fix the pumps. That's the other thing. And yeah. so Archer's like, what do you think, Trip? We, you know, can you go do that? And Trip's like, yeah, let me go back to the ship and grab my tools. I might be able to figure out. Let me go get my tool belt. And, and he walks back there and he goes, what are you doing in my chair, little Trip? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. There's a little boy. Because there's there. a little boy in there. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Who uh, is futzing around with An the controls. An actual minor. In a, yeah, um, oh, a miner on, on the miner planet. That's right. And uh, you can see right then and there that that boy's dad is dead, <laughs> and he's imprinted on Drip. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, talks about flying the ship, and then Trip goes, you know, uh, if, you know, if we got some time, I'll talk to the captain. Maybe we could give you a, a tour. Yeah. And then little Trip goes, oh, wow, a tour? Thanks, new dad. That's so fucking funny, dude. <laughs> Another thing that's just totally telegraphed. T- 
telegraphed. I don't have a dad. Will you be my dad? I barely remembered this episode. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that kid needs a dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, I had a question. Oh, you've already answered it. I, yeah. What do you think of the desert gear they got on? I think it's great. Fantastic. Did, did you notice uh, flocks snooping around when <laughs> when the the colony doctor goes up? Yeah, he's asking her questions and he's things. He's grilling her, bro. You okay? Yes. Everything's fine. You should probably leave in two days after you get the 200 liters deuterium. Nothing's going to happen, I promise. Huh, weird. They're really setting something up here, dude. Yeah. And I wonder what it could be. Well, we find out quickly that uh, it's Klingons. Klingons. Klingons drop out of warp, and um, um, they teleport about seven of them onto the planet, and it becomes apparent that these Klingons are basically... They're basically forcing these miners to give them their deuterium, and I guess for nothing in return, right? I will say that... Uh, I don't know if it's because they were in the desert, mm-hmm. but for whatever mm-hmm. reason, this grouping of uh, Klingons looked hella racist. <laughs> 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 it was very reminiscent of the original series when yeah. they're like clearly trying to be Middle Easterns. Yeah, they're wearing furs. You know, they have a very one of them has like very Mongolian like eyebrows. Uh-huh, they yeah. kind of like catch the wind and float <laughs> a little bit. That's exactly it. <laughs> Classic racist Klingons. Oh. Oh, there goes the flag. <laughs> God damn it, dude. We just We'll get there, folks. <sighs> and so, you know, these 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 Klingons, they show up and they start slapping people. That was your around. side. That was my side. Wasn't my side. <laughs> Sorry. Wouldn't that be great if we actually planned that? It would be. Like every episode just to reveal a little bit more of your room. Yeah. <laughs> this is the office room. It's like a blow up doll sitting in the back. <laughs> So these Klingons show up. This is a sexy Kirk. Just a sexy Kirk (laughs) with a little like leaf over his crotch. A big leaf, actually. Big, big leaf. Big, fat, meaty leaf. (laughs) Like a palm frond. Mm. Anyways, so these uh, the Klingons show up and they're none too pleased. They don't have enough deuterium for them. Fuck. So they start slapping them around, say, "What? What the hell is this? This is bullshit." We're going to come back in four days. You better have that goddamn deuterium. And they, they fly away. And uh, that's when Trip asks him, how long these bullies been pushing you around? Oh, so, okay, I, I have I have many thoughts right here. Yes. Before we move forward. One, I don't understand the logic of negotiating like, hey, we don't have it all. Yeah. Okay, but like, I want it all. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, yeah, but like, we don't have it. And she, I mean, go get all that you can. Like, we can get you some more. No, 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 no. I need it now. That yeah. makes no goddamn sense. I mean, 80,000 gallons of, deuter- of deuterium, or liters, I guess, whatever. That's quite a lot still. Yeah. These guys obviously aren't using it to refuel their, their ship. No, they're definitely selling it. They're marauders. They're vagabonds. There you go. Ne'er-do-wells. Ne'er-do-wells. And, um, you know, they could probably fetch a pretty penny for 80,000 liters and show up in a couple of, in, like, another season after winter has come and gone. And Dirty Klingons. There you go. Dirty Klingons. I have another thought. Yes. Okay. So... (laughs) 
They go, Dad, <laughs> a Klingon warship has just dropped out of warp. <laughs> and Dad goes, Great, the Klingons are here. <laughs> Don't get involved. Hide, hide somewhere. Yeah. And he winks internally because he knows he's putting them on the fucking sly, right? And my problem here is, and it's it's a wink through the communicator. Yeah, it's real simple. My problem, even from far away, <laughs> they could have detected the warp signature of Enterprise. They could have. So where are they where are they hiding it that they're not detecting that Enterprise is literally in orbit? It's a good question. I see. In my mind, when this happened, I just imagined the other Klingons aboard the bird of prey just like clinking their mugs together <laughs> just like carrying on ah fuck yeah we're gonna steal more deuterium ah, fuck yeah. These guys. yeah i guess but i was like just hide trav <laughs> and it's like well but you've got like exhaust bro yeah and, and this has happened before we're like oh we're trying to find a ship oh well it's warp trail definitely <laughs> yeah. led this way but not now behind the planet quickly yeah hide behind that sun maybe <laughs> Don't go too fast around it, because you may end up back in time. In the 80s. Saving fucking whales and shit. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that happens. The Klingons fuck off. And, and basically, Archer's trying to convince. Dad is trying to convince. Well, and there that, goes my side that's, completely. <laughs> that's your side, yeah. And Dad basically sets off to convince these people that they should stand up to these bullies. And uh, they have this really kind of man-to-man moment archer and the leader of, of the miners tessic tessic um on the space tractor which they call crawlers it's a crawler and uh, dad use he he uses the give a man a fish metaphor okay and, you know dad Sorry. dad Sorry. he's ba- he's space jesus he is space jesus yeah okay so he goes you know there's a saying on my world tessic you give a man a fish he eats for a day you teach him how to fish eats for a lifetime. If I was the writers and I was Tessic, I'd have been like, What's a fish? What's a fish? <laughs> <laughs> you kidding me? He doesn't know what a fish is. He lives on a desert planet and he mines deuterium. Oh, that's a great fucking point. I love this show. But that was me sitting down watching this like, Well, yeah, dog, but like, does he even know what a fish is? <laughs> He didn't even follow that up with a question about what a fish was. He just kind of nodded soberly. He was like, word? Word. Um, fish, yeah. Before that happened, the uh, so little Trip goes up to Trip and he's like, hey. The fucker fish. <laughs> That's, the best. That's the best analysis ever. Go ahead, sorry. Um, little Trip goes to Big Trip. And says, you know, you guys could have done something. Why did you just let that happen? What do you... What do you want, little trip? You want me to start an interstellar war yeah. just for you, you little fuck-off? <laughs> little cum stain shouldn't have had you. You don't think Dad knows what he's doing? I know what I'm doing, all right? Fuck. You don't fight these fools. <sighs> it's fucking space, and they walk around with swords. Oh, these guys God. don't exactly have their heads screwed on correctly. Deception and surprise for little colonizers, huh? Yep. Exactly. I'm not a colonizer. <laughs> you see Black Panther? No. Yeah, well, if you have, 
There Great reference, man. Thanks. Yeah. Sick reference. I'm really, I'm really pulling out all the stops yeah, for you this are. episode. <laughs> so dad devises a plan. The old uh, move the modular mining village 50 yards away trick. Mm-hmm. Do you know why, though? Do you know why he wants to help them? Because uh, he feels bad for him. Because I don't like bullies, Trip. <laughs> that fool said that. And so they basically, <laughs> <laughs> they basically uh, come up. You know, they they set out on moving this modular village fifty meters away. Um, they beam some of the, or they bring some of the, uh, some of the the miners up to the ship and, t- and teach them how to shoot. And uh, Hoshi shows him a thing or two, and I got really hard. And um, <laughs> T'Pol teaches him the ancient art of the Vulcan barrel roll to dodge their Klingon daggers, oh, their space I had, I daggers. Had Sussmana. Sussmana. That was named after Mike Sussman. Oh, really? Yeah, you're welcome. Oh. 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 Looks like a space barrel roll to me. Do you like bullies, David? <laughs> I don't like bullies. <laughs> would you let Dad take care of him for you? I would. Yeah, God bless Dad. Yeah. Um. So they're moving this this village. For some reason, there's just like something is just on fire in the village. Did you notice that? <laughs> they're like welding something, and it's like it's like the most sparks I've ever seen in my life. Did you see that in the background? I it's did. like what the fuck are they doing back there? Deuterium stuff. They've got like a mod. They've got. <laughs> <laughs> they've got a village made out of you know. T- yeah, you know. They've got a village made of tents and they've got they've got, you know, that flooring that they use in restaurants. Uh-huh. With the little holes in it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like what what are they welding back there? <laughs> the uh craft services is back there. Dad gets speaking of craft services, dad gets really dirty. Trip get, they all get really dirty. And it made me think made me question who does the laundry on board Enterprise? Who cleans the gadgets? Dad huh. picks up one of the communicators at one point, and he's all greasy. They all grimy. grimy. Do you think they disinfect that when they bring that back to the ship, or you think it's like they pick it up out of the little slot and ah, oh, it's fucking dad sweat all over it? Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it would be cool if they could like recycle the energy that was used to create it, and then just rematerialize one. So they don't clean anything. So they, don't they just destroy it and make it again. It's like recycling, though. Yeah. With I don't I don't know. I just love the idea of someone down in the uh, in the laundry room scrubbing it down, smoking cigarettes. Yeah. You know, the Starfleet dropout. Space out. cigarettes. <laughs> Space cigarettes. The Starfleet dropout. Pour maybe, a little too much detergent in there. Maybe they get chef's uh, <laughs> assistant to do it. <laughs> I had chef whip something up for you. <laughs> that was great, by the way. In the next episode, we'll get to we'll get there. Um, it's kind of been a long road, but we're getting we're there gonna today. get there. So next, um, the Klingons show back up. The Klingons. The Klingons show back up, and the the village is basically abandoned. Right? <laughs> where's your hospitality? <laughs> and where's your deuterium? And um, they basically sp- spring a trap on the Kling the Klingons. And, you know, it was really great that Malcolm took all this time to train. He couldn't hit the broad side of a barn, bro. He missed, like, 
eight out of eight shots. Countless shots. And I, and I thought when they finally got the Klingons into that little circle and lit it on fire, I was like, thank God he didn't have to shoot that because they would have been <laughs> fucked. <laughs> when they put him in the... They put him in an ISIS-style fire chamber, They bro. do, yeah. <laughs> I saw that video of that man get burned alive, and that's Fuck. exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah. Um, if only they had captured some of the Tal... I mean, Suliban in one of those. That's right. Or maybe if Hoshi was down there, she could have provided some of her expert marksmanship. Sick. But she just kind of got like a little five-minute cameo. Um, something else to note. To Paul, kicks some major ass as well. She, she, yo, she beat the fuck out of those Klingons. She sure did. She jumped out in her little, you know, greasy headband and uh, a lot un- of T'Pol. undershirt. Huh? Yeah, a lot of T'Pol. Yeah, a lot of T'Pol in the next episode too. Indeed. And uh, basically, the Klingons kind of just shake their fist and say, "Oh, you got us this time. We'll go away now." And yeah. everything <clears throat> just gets fixed and. Well, they didn't just get fixed, okay? Archer goes, Tessic, they're all yours. <laughs> and I have a question for you. On a scale from 1 to 10, how yeah. threatening was Tessic? <laughs> We're not scared of you anymore. Don't come back, you hear? Okay, don't come back. They should have killed them all. You got more fire waiting for you next time. We're going to get you again because we figured it out. <laughs> okay, I shake my fists in your direction. I was just like, uh, great job, dude. You, I hope they come back with their homies and you don't kill look so, all of them. You don't look so tough in your fire prison. Like, what? <laughs> they can just teleport out of there. You should have killed them all if you really wanted to win this fucking debate. I would have I loved if you know the Klingon, the head guy, pulls his pistol out. He's like, I wouldn't do that if I were you. Yeah. <laughs> and they just get teleported up. <laughs> right? So, yeah. No, yeah. The kind of the Klingons just kind of tuck their tails and f- and flee. Not very honorable, if you ask me. No, I don't think it was a satisfactory. Um, no, ending to the to the episode. No, I well, it might have been, and here's why. Go for it. So, trips on his way back to the shuttle pad, right? Mm-hmm. Shuttle pod. Yeah. Little trips in there again. Doing his thing. And doing his thing, and uh, trip goes to little trip. You said you like to look at starships, huh? Have an iPad, Sonny Jim. How about the top secret schematics of our first interstellar warp ship? Imagine, imagine if you will, it's 1956, <laughs> right? Mid-20th century trip <laughs> runs into, you know, mid-20th century little trip. But yeah. little trip is Russian or Ukrainian or something. And he goes, hey, little Russian little trip. How about the schematics to a B-2 bomber? <laughs> How you fucking think that would have gone over? Are you kidding me? This guy's giving fucking military secrets to a child. Right. That's probably going to get killed by Klingons in a week. Yeah. You kidding me? That's a good point. But, you know, maybe that opens it up for the future. You know, the Klingons do eventually, I guess, get schematics of, of Starfleet vessels. I mean, I guess. Maybe that's it. It could work, you know. Yeah. I'd like to think you died a horrible death after the episode and yeah, someone I, stole those schematics. I just, um, I just, I just hope dad doesn't find out because he's going to be in the doghouse. Yeah, he will be. I thought that too. I was like, what would Archer say about that? Here, hey, little trip, <laughs> little Russian little fucker. Let me give you the fucking schematic store, top secret ship. Literally, if you had the supplies, you could build one just like it. 
trip. <laughs> do not hand out <laughs> schematics for our ship. Are now, Porthos, get in the get in the uh, get in the away pod. Mm-hmm. We're going home. We're going home. No, you know they would have to send to Paul down there to kidnap the kid, and she would show no mercy. Yeah, poke him in the eyes just like Captain Insano. <laughs> Gets him in a little chokehold. Rear naked, of course. I love Enterprise, but I had much to say about that episode. <laughs> Still, way better than fucking. Way uh, better than Discovery. Yeah. Yep. Well, ladies and germs, that's about that. That's about that. This has been the Star Companion. We're on all major podcasting platforms. Like and subscribe if you made it this far. We would really appreciate that. We're on the up and up. We're on the up and up. We got Patreon. Google it. Star Companion. Patreon. Also, you can send us an email. Love, hate, uh, ideas at Love, the Star hate. Companion. Yep, at <laughs> gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.